When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is March 24th. Happy Friday. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Pro? No. You can get PL Pro off $40 this weekend with promo code DRAFTWEEKEND in all caps. Draft weekend, one word. Thank you all so much for listening to these podcasts and good luck with your drafts. It's $40 off PL Pro yearly. And remember, everything that we raise goes back into the site. So you getting PL Pro not only helps you, the fantasy player, with an ad-free website, your Discord access, and our live draft assistant tool, but you also help pitch was grow and give you more things in the future. So please consider getting that. You get $40 off if you get it this weekend with promo code Draft Weekend, all one word and in caps. But all right. Yusei Kikuchi went five innings, zero runs, three hits, one walk, and nine strikeouts yesterday. Is this it? I mean, Yusei Kikuchi, the entire spring training has gone constantly with double-digit whiffs, 15 over 88 in this one, but his command wasn't great. Rob Silver put out an interesting tweet talking about his walk rate still being elevated. That is something to consider here with Yusei Kikuchi. It is the Royals for the first start of the year. It might be a fun stream just to say, you know what? Let's just see what happens, Yusei Kikuchi. Maybe there is something there. Uh, I'm not seeing a guy that is completely locked in. He clearly has a better slider, though, and he's using it a lot. It could benefit your fantasy teams, especially with the Jays' offense behind him. On the other side of that start was Tyler Malley. 4.2 innings, 300 runs, 7 hits, 2 walks, 3 Ks. He's still down at 92 miles per hour. And you say, Nick, that's just a tick down from last year. Well, last year was a tick down from that! It was at 94 previously when Tyler Malley was really good and would get that 180 to 200 strikeout season. We want to see him at 94. He's two ticks away from that. I'm still very scared about Tyler Malley's shoulder. We were hoping that this offseason would bring him back to 94, and he's at 92 right now. It's even worse than last year. I'm very much out on him. Joey Wentz went four innings, three earned runs, five hits, two walks, and five Ks. Joey Wentz, you say. I know, I know, I know. But Matt Manning isn't looking very good for the Tigers. To me, he's the ultra sleeper, the ultra one. I don't encourage you to get him in 15-teamers right now. I think he's someone in your AL-only league that you pick up possibly in season when he does get the opportunity. Now, there's also Garrett Hill who's thrown like three ticks harder, has good command and all that kind of stuff. Very interesting because we just don't care about these guys at all, right? 13 over 75 whiffs for Joey Wentz. There might be something there. That's all I want to say. 12-teamers, you can completely ignore that entire thing. Bailey Falter was on the other side. Five innings pitch, zero earned runs, two hits, zero walks, and five strikeouts. He has the job, obviously. There's no Andrew Painter in the mix here. Ranger Suarez is also delayed as well, so he has a four spot for the Phillies right now. He's a streaming option in just that. I don't want Bailey Falter out of the gate. Nestor Cortez, this is something I really want to focus on here for a second because I've been kind of wishy-washy on Nestor Cortez personally where I haven't removed him from the top 30, but I actually haven't gone out and, and drafted Nestor Cortez. Four innings, zero in runs, two hits, zero walks, and seven Ks. All the hamstring stuff looks fine. He went 66 pitches in this one. Velocity is normal. He's a PLV darling with that four-seamer. And 66 pitches means 75 the next time, and that would be probably around Wednesday next week, something like that, maybe Tuesday, which puts him in line to be the SP4 for the Yankees. 
next in the week after at around 85 pitches. You want that. He's back to normal. Everything is fine. Nestor Cortez is way better than I think he's going in drafts right now. He just went in the PL Legacy League in the ninth round, and I'm kind of annoyed about it. I could have gotten him, but I needed a closer, so I went Felix Bautista, but I could have had Nestor Cortez as my SP3, and I'm a little upset I didn't do it. So you can probably get Nestor Cortez in the ninth round, maybe even the 10th round, as people are still a little bit weirded out about the hamstring stuff. I'm so in on that. I, I think you should be absolutely, don't look at the 92 on the fastball, realize how good of a pitch it is, regardless of the fastball. It has one of the highest induced vertical breaking. You're like, Nick, what is that? Essentially, that pitch doesn't, it pitch rises, as I use my air quotes. It rises more than essentially, what, 98% of the league's four-seamers? It's kind of wild. You want Nestor Cortez on your teams, Okay. Steven Matz also pitched in this game. Six innings, one earned run, three hits, zero walks, and five strikeouts. He's down close to two ticks from last year, which isn't good. However, the sinker command we've seen from multiple starts now looking excellent for Steven Matz. He's in a pretty good situation. Good defense behind him. Should win a good amount of ball games. The first start of the year is against Atlanta, which isn't ideal for Steven Matz. And if he's on your waiver wire, don't feel like you need to go and get him now. But wait one week and then go and get him after that. How's that? Michael Grove for the Dodgers could be getting some starts for the the Dodgers this year as the SB6. Ryan Papillo should have the SB5 with Tony Gonsolin out to start the year. 4.1 innings, 4 and runs, 3 hits, 2 walks, 3 Ks. His fastball was not impressive in this. His slider was, though, 8 over 22 whiffs in this. Curveball was okay as well. And if Michael Grove can find a good groove with that... <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the China Grove um, on the four-seamer up Maybe there is something legit here from Michael Grove. There's a lot of talk about Gavin Stone being more interesting in May or June. I kind of agree with that one. Maybe Bobby Miller as well. Michael Grove might get pushed aside here. But if something does click here and the Dodgers do need someone to start in April, Michael Grove could be an interesting one. He went against Dre Jameson. I have a lot of thoughts about him, but I'm going to save those for after this break. Fads come and go and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Dre Jameson, 4.1 innings, 4 and runs, 4 hits, 4 walks, but 7 strikeouts, also 8 for 22 slider whiffs like Michael Grove. He was 0 for 16 on getting whiffs on his four-seamer despite sitting 97. And it is so important to have that context because I see all this conversation like, oh my gosh, Dre Jameson sitting harder on his fastball. Remember Kyle Bryce? Oh, he was two ticks up on his fastball, but we didn't see whiffs with it. How, what good is velocity if it's not helping you miss bats, right? It's it's not, 
It's not the thing you should focus on. So, 0 for 16 whiffs on the four-seamer. He did not have good command on this. The sinker is still weird, and he's the SP5 for the Diamondbacks. Ryan Nelson, I don't think, is gonna, is, is too little too late for Ryan Nelson to get that SP5 spot. Good news is that Ryan Nelson is do, looking okay. 4.2 innings, 3 runs, 4 hits, 2 walks, 3 Ks, but not enough. That's not that's not going to win over uh, that spot for the Diamondbacks. So it is Dre Jameson. Maybe he does get into a rhythm like he did the end of last year. I That's why he's on the list of like 97. Fine. But I don't really want to go after Dre Jameson. Honestly, I'd rather have Brandon Fought in most situations. I still have Dre Jameson higher because Fought needs to be at the end because he's a stash play right now. But I guarantee you, this year, Brandon Fought will have more fantasy value than Dre Jameson. It's just about... Does that mean who should be you should be on your team right now? Because you're not going to get Brandon Fawn until like May 1st or something like that. Someone I am just trying to hold back my own helium on is Jared Schuster. And I got to say, I kind of love <laughs> that he didn't explode yesterday. Six innings, two earned runs, two hits, two walks, two Ks. Just had a nice, quiet, good game. Awesome. He has the SP5 spot. Dylan Dodd is going today too, who I also really do like. And if there is an opening for Atlanta quickly, it's probably going to be Dodd and not Ian Anderson or Bryce Elder. Michael Soroka eventually is going to come back in here, but I think Schuster is going to hold on to the SB5 spot in the meantime. But Dylan Dodd is also... There's going to be a world where Schuster and Dodd are getting regular starts both for Atlanta, and they just have a firm grasp of it. And I'm going to want both on my teams. That's what's going to happen this year. Jared Schuster is someone I'm circling and targeting for all my leagues. I'm really hesitant to say this loudly on this podcast as I'm hoping he survives to the next round as I just took Javier Baez instead of him in the PL Legacy League. I should be fine, but I just kind of know that I'm sure somebody's watching and I'm going to get sniped now because of this. I don't care. I care so much about you guys that I'm saying this. Get Jared Schuster. Just do it. Get him in like the 18th round or something of your, your, your leagues. Uh, everyone's going to be upset at me for saying this that loudly, but I really do think he's a premier talent. Slider is getting whiffs inside to right-handers. Uh, his changeup look is looking amazing as well. Slider is devastating to lefties. Fastball is not as overwhelming as you want it to be, but he's not getting crushed by it, and that's what matters. So just think of him as a premier Guardians pitcher. Jared Schuster on a winning ball club, good defense behind him with Atlanta. Got easier with Reese Hoskins getting injured, and it's just the Nationals and the Marlins, and yeah, the Mets offense is good, but you get me. Get Jared Schuster. Um, Hayden Wisniewski also. Five innings pitch, zero runs forwards, two walks, five Ks. I prefer Schuster right now. Um, but Wisniewski is someone that's really fun as well. Wisniewski has a fifth spot for the Cubs. I think he's going to run away with it the entire season. Uh, breaking ball is fantastic. Going to keep up a lot of the strikeouts. The cutter and the sinker are not bad. They are good enough that it's not just one good pitch and nothing else. Like he has pitches to get strikes with that will set up the breaking ball. It's funny. He just went before Marcus Stroman in our draft. So really interesting to see that. And, uh, I'm excited for Wasuski this year. I think he's a fantastically round flyer. Tony Disco is trying to get the SP6 spot for the Giants. Four innings, six earned runs, six at zero walks, four Ks. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I not your day, but you still have the SP6 spot. You're just not going to make the rotation out of the gate. It's going to be Alex Wood, of course. JP Sears, 4.2 innings, one earned run, six hits, two walks, three Ks. I think he has SP5 spot with Paul Blackburn on the IL. It's not going to be Kyle Muller, I don't think. I am intrigued by Kyle Muller, but I think he's behind JP Sears and Ken Waldachuk at this point. 
Cal Quantrill in 5.2 innings of zero hits and zero runs and one walk in 5Ks. And sure, whatever, Cal Quantrill. The ultimate Toby, in my view, is Cal Quantrill. Brandon Williamson was trying to get the SB5 spot for the Reds. They were saying, hey, Nick, get, get Williamson on the list yesterday. And he started and he went 2.2 innings, 900 runs, 8 hits, 3 walks, 3 Ks. So no, he's not going to be on the list. Trevor Williams, 6 innings, 100 run, 4 hits, 2 walks, and 5 Ks for the Nationals. Oh boy, that's like a super deep NL only play. He will get regular starts. He's a cherry bomb at best. Grayson Rodriguez, 4 innings, 5 earned runs, 4 hits, 0 walks, 5 Ks. He had a tough inning where he allowed 2 out RBIs and then a 3 run shot. Ah, it was it was rough. He could have gone out of the inning and he just didn't. He should be the SB5 for the Orioles. If not, I'll be shocked, honestly, and they just go with Kramer and, I don't know, Tyler Wells, Watkins. Like I'm sure there's someone else I'm forgetting, but it should be Grayson Rodriguez. He's better than this. I'm kind of happy he's going through his adversity now and trying to figure things out because every young guy goes through it at some point. It's about him rebounding from there, and Grayson Rodriguez's stuff is insane. It's like upper 90s with ridiculous secondaries. He should be much better than that. Um, he's just making some mistakes in the middle of the plate. That'll get corrected, really. I can't wait for this. Uh, Brady Singer, three innings, one earned run, four hits, zero walks, and five Ks. I think he's going to be a cherry bomb who's slightly better than uh, than the bomb, right? <laughs> he's going to have like a 116 whip and like a 3.7 ERA, but a good amount of strikeouts, like a 24% strikeout rate. Like, it's going to be maddening in a head-to-head league, but I think for rotor leagues, like, you just kind of put in Brady Singer and just call it a day. And last but not least, I know this is a short one today. Not too many interesting guys uh, going yesterday to talk about. He's Michael Kopech, three innings, five run runs, seven hits, four walks, three Ks. His velocity is still down. I'm out on this one. Uh, I was really interested because I thought that the surgery and the reset button would bring him to 96 consistently, and he'd really be uh, locked in to be his best self, and he's just not there. It's going to be another season of just waiting for it to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Middle of June, Michael Kopech is just incredible all of a sudden. But I'm not going to wait and bank on that. So, yeah, I'd rather go for Wisniewski and Schuster than Michael Kopech at this time. That is going to do for this edition of the Plus Pitch Podcast. Thank you all so much for all the support from the ratings and reviews. I'm seeing them. You guys are the best. Thank you all. They go so far for me um, and everybody here. Uh, Also, watch this live on Twitch, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. every single weekday morning. Through the end of the year. Really, just come hang out. It's free. Uh, You can ask all the questions that you have. It's the most accessible I am. The community is the best. It's just, just check it out. I'm right there. Hi, what's up? I record this podcast. We have a lot of fun. But that is it. So, my name is Nick Pollock. Good luck with your drafts this weekend. And may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.